The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Well, that time right now, 819, you're tuned to WGNS, your good neighbor station since 1947. And now joining us from the York VA Medical Center, we have Stephanie Doris, enrollment specialist there. Stephanie, good morning to you. Good morning. Well, tell us more about the PACT Act, because I understand that is one of the most significant acts that has been passed in U.S. history. Tell us a little bit about it. Absolutely. So the PACT Act is an act, I hate saying that over again, but the PACT Act is basically an act that has given our veterans um, access for areas that they have been denied because they didn't say that they were um, caused by the military, different health issues, blood pressure, different things like that, that they've received um, because of the chemicals, the exposures that they have been exposed to, especially in the recent history with um, Iraq and Afghanistan, with the burn pits, things like that. In Vietnam era um, with Agent Orange, they have been exposed to so many different chemicals and and areas that have really um, have troubled a lot of our veterans over the years. And this gives them that access to say, okay, yes, I got this while I was serving in the military. And they are able to get that care that they, they, they well deserve for that. So this covers really a wide range of ailments that some veterans have not been able to get full treatment of just yet. And now they can. Absolutely. Um, this act, I mean, it is It is basically, I mean, it's a one of a kind. It has basically given those veterans that have said, hey, I never had issues with blood pressure, but now all of a sudden I'm having issues with blood pressure at, you know, 35, 40 years old. And you know, they can go back and see, well, they were in Iraq or they were in Afghanistan and, and able to find that they can claim that as part of their benefits within the VA. Wow. Um, same with back with vet, with the veterans in Vietnam. That's a large group that for the past, you know, 50 years have not received benefits for areas they definitely should have received benefits for. And that's definitely going to help them get those benefits. Wow, that that's positive news, I'm sure, for a lot of families out there, too, because, you know, medical care is expensive. So the fact that they can receive the help they need through the York VA or other VA hospitals is really a positive. It, it really is. Um, we, I mean, we have open doors to come in, come and talk to our my eligibility team and get them um, get them enrolled, you know, at least try and get them enrolled. Send them over to the areas that they need to go, especially for the PACT Act, of getting um, their review done for it, um, sending them to the health eligibility or to the VBA, the ven- Benefits um, Center, to make sure that they're registered. Those are all things... Even if they have questions, come in and talk to us. We have a wealth of information. 
And a special event is being held this afternoon. It will go into the evening hours of 7 o'clock. It's the uh, Summerfest. Tell us more about that and how that ties into this PACT Act. At MTSU. So, yes, I actually personally will be there tonight myself, um, and we will be able to enroll and get paperwork started. I will have a a bunch of information there. Um, We are basically, we're just trying to make sure that veterans have a place to go, not just to the VA where they can come get information and not just about, you know, eligibility. There is going to be a bunch of other people there, women's health and the travel claims. There is a lot of other people that'll be there with a vast amount of information. And, and I actually misspoke. It's going on until six. So three until six. Three to six. Yeah. This evening. And that's going to be a big event. And uh, for anybody curious, it is at the Andrew Woodfin Miller Senior Education Center, which is at 503 East Bell Street. And uh, I'm thinking that's right across the street from where the old MTMC Hospital used to stand. There's a big green vacant lot there, so it should be fairly easy to find. And that's 3 until 6. And that, fr- that, like we said, that's free. It's open to all veterans and student veterans and their families, too. Absolutely, yes. How often do you have families calling saying, you know, this is what's going on, not sure where to turn, uh, how can we get help? Do you have that happen a lot? All the time. Absolutely all the time. Or they walk up to our windows and say, okay, so I heard about this. You know, where do I go? What do I do? And, you know, myself and my team will sit down and and explain as much as we can on our end and then send them to the ones that can explain even further. You know, sometimes after serious trauma, after war times and things like that, even a year or two after, even 10 years after, it's sometimes hard to navigate those different lines of medical help because you may not be thinking totally straight, which is why it's so important for families, you know, the the family of the veteran to get involved in trying to help and get them pointed in the right direction. We have so many wives and girlfriends and sisters and mothers and fathers that come in with their veteran family member that help them walk through the process, that help them um, talk to us. You know, we, we are always here to talk to family members along with the veteran. Um, of course, with HIPAA, we always have to make sure that the veteran is okay with us talking to them, but we are here to talk to them if the veteran wants us to talk to them. So absolutely, the family members, they they are a huge piece in, in getting our veterans back to health. And of course, if that veteran is not wanting family to get involved, and I can totally understand that because sometimes you don't want all your problems aired out, especially right. medical issues. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that either. <laughs> but at least family can can call and pass on the right information to say, you know, this is who you need to call. This is where you need to go. So it, it's still important Absolutely. for family to, to really help. Absolutely. We can give out non-medical uh, information. I can still hand out the, pack, uh, the packets for the PACT Act or the packets for um, uh, um, just benefits getting enrolled within the VA. But it's just medical part, of course, we can't give. But I will be more than happy to hand out any other information that anybody wants or needs. Now, with this PACT Act in place, 
for those veterans who have gotten help elsewhere outside of the VA, but maybe have been told, you know, this wasn't covered. We're not going to, you know, reimburse you for these medical bills. Does the PACT Act help with that in any way? It may. Um, I would always wait until, you know, for one, making sure that everything is covered eligible and and that you're fully registered enrolled. And then, you know, we can get, if it's outside the VA, we can get uh, medical records sent over and and go through it in that fashion. Um, I don't ever want to say for sure anything is covered 100% or back paid, but I do. I would say we can we can try and work on on those sorts of things. Absolutely. And it's important for veterans to really keep track of any medical records that are outside of the VA, so that they can eventually merge those with their primary care provider at the VA hospital. But it, it's really important to keep everything together. That way, you know exactly where they've been and and what steps to take next. Absolutely. Um, that is definitely um, something I would say is make sure you remember at least which doctors you've gone to so we can, um, we can request those records from that doctor. Um, but definitely remember where and keep all of that together as much as possible. And again, this act that is in place now, it helps to cover a long list of ailments that veterans may be suffering from due to their time in war, during their time even on a ship helping to, you know, just work the ship itself. I I mean, this could be anything. There's a lot of stuff that's covered on here that helps out a lot. Kind of tell us more about that again. Absolutely. So it has coverage, um, like I've already said, from the burn pit, so issues with their with their lungs and things in that fashion. Um, <clears throat> different paints that they have used in the past, painting vehicles, um, those are issues that they're using. Um, uh, Agent Orange, um, Camp Lejeune, that is even covered under under the PACT Act. There is multiple, multiple areas um, from Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force. It, it all depends on where you have been and what all you have been around. But it, it goes back, clear back to Vietnam um, and in the Asian areas, Asian uh, countries. That, that, that is a lot of that is covered. And, and that water at Camp Lejeune, you know, that's something everybody's heard a lot about in recent years. And, and so that, you know, if you were at Camp Lejeune during the times where there was an issue with the water, you should get checked out fairly soon as well. Absolutely. Um, you definitely want to, if you know that you were at Camp Lejeune, um, especially during the 70s, 80s, please make sure you come in, get checked out. Um, make sure you enroll in the PACT Act so that we can make, uh, make sure that we can get you your benefits that you're needing. And it sounds like just based on some of the different problems, the chemicals and whatnot that we've talked about this morning, it sounds like those who are in the military who are really 45 years old plus, those are going to be the ones who are most impacted and helped out by this PACT Act? Yes, definitely 45 plus, but we even can go into some of those younger ages. Um, Veterans that served in the early 2000s in Iraq and Afghanistan, 
you know, that are 35, that early, mid-2000s that were 35, you know, 30 years old, they could even have some issues when it comes to, you know, different things that they were involved or that they were exposed to while they were in um, Iraq and Afghanistan. But the 45 above is definitely our biggest, our biggest um, amount. You've got so many different war fronts and uh, incidents that occurred over the years. I mean, Desert Storm, another huge one where a lot of people are, are still feeling the impact of that and they're still getting help for that. But you've and that got a is lot. definitely of, covered in that PACT Act, too. Uh, I don't want, just because I haven't mentioned it, but it is. It is covered uh, from Desert Storm because there was still issues there, too, that they, they came across a lot of um, chemical I, I bet. I, I mean, gosh, I, I can't imagine some of the chemicals that veterans were exposed to over the years, but it is a lot. And uh, a lot of chemicals that, you know, the general public may not be aware of or understand much about, but those who are veterans, they may have problems from them that they need help with them. And, and this PACT Act is going to allow that. It is. It is definitely going to allow that. Um, this the, the PACT Act, it is so broad um, because there's a lot of presumptive and there's a lot of, um, you know, areas that they're not 100% sure about every single piece. So that's why we want to make sure that they get the um, the questionnaires done and, 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 and find out and dig into that medical history to find out exactly what possibly caused any health issues that are going on. I mean, our veterans, not only have they, they seen a lot, they've been through a lot, um, both physically, mentally, and, you know, emotionally, but then you add also on to health-wise with the, the different chemicals that they were involved in. It, it really has, it, it is very hard for a lot of the veterans that, you know, we really want to make sure we reach out to. Now, I know there is a significant date that is coming up of August the 9th. What is so important about that date and the PACT Act? So August 9th, um, if you are, if you get um, your exam done and um, get registered with the PACT Act or put in for your um, intent to register or intent to file um, with VBA, then you could possibly be compensated going back to August 10th of last year. So not only would you possibly be compensated from here forward, from you know August 9th forward, but you would also could also be backdated compensated for that past year. Now that does end on March 9th or August 9th, so you do have to make sure that you put that intent to file in and get registered prior to that day or prior to um, starting August 10th, that will stop. Now, that does not mean that you cannot register after August 10th, though. August 10th, it would just, your claim would start from the day of August 10th, from the day that you started. Um, there is no backdating. Um so, yeah, it is. it does go back before August 9th if you go. 
And these are uh, are big issues. And while you may not think that, okay, well, August 9th, they're not going to back. It, it does it, it does matter. It, it does help out to make sure you get there and register by August the 9th. That could really help you out in a lot of ways. Um, so it's good to be at this event today that's starting at 3 o'clock, going on until 6. It's on Bell Street. And, uh, you know, in reading the material about the PACT Act, it says, of course, it's a, a new law that expands health care and benefits for veterans exposed to burn pits and other toxic substances like you talked about. Mm-hmm. But since the passing of the law on August 10th of last year, the VA Tennessee Valley Healthcare System has already screened more than 65,000 veterans for toxic exposures and then 28,000 plus have reported at least one exposure out of 65,000 veterans. Yes, yes. Those are big numbers. Um, That's huge numbers, absolutely huge numbers. And we, I mean, we have enrolled um, since August 10th of last year. We've enrolled almost 8,000 veterans within our system, not just screening, but enrolling and screening on top of that. It is it is huge, and that is a huge number of our veterans. That's why we want to reach out, because if that's that many, how many out there are not getting the health care? How many out there haven't been coming to the VA where we haven't been able to screen? Those are the veterans we really want to reach out to and make sure that they get theirs, too. And again, we're talking this morning to Stephanie Doris, enrollment specialist at the VA Medical Center. And the VA in Murfreesboro, of course, is the York VA Medical Center campus, which is on Highway 96, or if you're going down Memorial Boulevard, it's right across the street from the newest public store. And again, that's the York VA Medical Center. But those numbers, 65,000 veterans already screened. And then out of that number, you've got over over 28,000 who have reported at least one definite chemical exposure of some sort. So, that, you know, when you talk about that, I, I'm curious out of that 65,000 screened, are those all in Middle Tennessee alone? Yes, those are. Um, they, I mean, we have Middle Tennessee or uh, Tennessee Valley VA is a very large area. We do cover Southern Kentucky all the way to Chattanooga um, and down to uh, Southern Tennessee. So we cover a very, very large span, and we have multiple areas, uh, multiple um, CBOX or, or small clinics within that area. And, I mean, that's a lot of veterans, and we all know how fast Middle Tennessee has been growing over the past couple of years. That's a lot of veterans moving into our area, and that's not including all of the veterans that are that are getting out of the military from Fort Campbell. So it it's definitely... That's all Middle Tennessee. I mean, we we just definitely been growing, and there's a lot of veterans in our area. Uh, Stephanie, I'm curious when you get phone calls from veterans or their family members, and they're concerned about you know chemical exposure of some sort. What what do they say to you? How do they start that conversation? Um, a lot of times they will just say, "Well, I got this letter, or I heard, or one of my friends told me about Pact Act." And I just, I kind of, I just want to, I want to understand it. What is it? I know I served here or I've served there or I've been having these health issues. Um, And being that I am, 
I am part of eligibility and not part of the care team. I try not to devil too much into their they're divulged too much into their medical background, um, but I do try to give them that information um, of what it is and what they could have possibly ha- ha- gotten while being around those chemicals. Um, I give them those pamphlets, but a lot of times it's more of I've heard about it, and, and, and that's one of the greatest things is that a lot of people are word of mouth or telling about the PACT Act. I wish it would have... Uh, Moved a little bit faster in the beginning, but I'm I'm happy to hear that it's moving more now. Now, while I understand, you know, you're on the enrollment side of things and not in that medical diagnosis area, uh, there has to be a level of comfort that a lot of these veterans are looking for if they had or have had ongoing problems with their health and, and they haven't been able to find an answer as to why. So there has to be a level of comfort they're looking for and better understanding what's going on. From what I have found, absolutely. Um, there's a lot of veterans out there that I've personally spoken with that have be- that have said, you know, I-, I just didn't know why. I didn't know why. It, it, you know, I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know why. What would have caused this? I have never smoked or I've never done this, and now I'm having these breathing issues. Or, you know, it, it, it is comforting to hear that there's a a why, Um, and then on top of that, for us to be able to say, okay, we've got you now. We've got your medical now. We know what's going on. And then, you know, there's also another, I guess, level of comfort in knowing that you're not the only one going through this, as it is, it's definitely shown by the VA if they're, you know, moving forward with the PACT Act. I mean, it shows you're not alone in in this fight and finding out what's wrong medically. Absolutely not. Um, they they are not alone. Um, are there is multiple veterans that are having the same health problems, um, and that's part of the biggest reason of why they um, they you know seen where they needed to put this act into place. And, you know, there's another level or another side of the chemical exposure that we haven't mentioned, and and that is the exposure to things like even diesel fuel or ongoing exposure to JP8, jet fuel, all of that stuff. There's also that side of chemical exposure that folks could have been around for years and years, and it may have caused some health issues, but, but that's just part of the list. Right, that is. I mean, the list is extremely long. Um, The list is extremely long of of different areas that that can be um, covered under the PACT Act of exposures. Um, I mean, yes, jet fuels, um, paints, um, radiation, they're um, being on some of our ships, you know, they're around some radiation. Um, I mean, there is there's there is a ton there really is i mean it's a list i don't even have memorized because there is so many of them i'm sure because you're looking at you know air pollutants things that folks have inhaled like you mentioned the burn pits that's that's one of many but then you have that oil oil fires you know smoke from that i mean that list goes on and on so literally the more we dive into it, it it sounds like 
really all ages. Like you mentioned, it could be even the younger veterans who may have just gotten out of the military. It could be everybody. Absolutely. Um, you know, my oldest son is in the Navy himself, um, and he is almost 22. Uh, he is he he's not going to probably exposed to any of these, but he was part of pulling veterans out of, or service members and civilians out of Afghanistan. Um, so at 22 years old, you know, he was, he was part of pulling out men and women that were the same age as him. They were in Afghanistan just a few years ago where they were exposed to some of these. This doesn't mean because you're, you know, 25, you may not have any of these toxic exposures, you know, and that's where we want to make sure that you get the correct um, examinations and, and make sure if you're, if you do have these toxic exposures. And again, we're talking to Stephanie Doris this morning. She is an enrollment specialist at the York VA Medical Center here in Murfreesboro. And when we dive into some of the exposures, those who are in the Navy or in the Coast Guard, they were in very confined spaces with a lot of chemicals sometimes. And uh, that, too, I, I could see where that would play a big role and, and the PACT Act would play a big role in helping out a lot of those who were in the Coast Guard and the Navy. Correct, especially, like I said, the radiation. So when you have, um, there was at times where they're around um, these larger um, equipments or, or bombs that, you know, have a lot of, of chemicals um, included into them, you know, just for them to work and make the booms that they make is definitely, you know, something that they want to make sure that they are... Um, they are uh, screened for. And then when you go back to the early 2000s, the Gulf War, uh, with mm -hmm. the Gulf War in particular, there were a lot of oil and gas wells that actually caught fire. So that's a whole nother issue. And, and that, you know, that may not have been caused, of course, let's say by the military may have been caused there by those who were in places like Iraq setting fire to them as a way to block the military from coming through. But that, too, is something our military suffered because we were there. And that's another big issue, those oil wells and gas wells that caught fire during Gulf War. Absolutely. Um, there is, that, I mean, that is a huge thing. I mean, with those, um, those hazardous toxins um, and in their lungs, that's a huge issue, and that causes a lot of you know, um, chronic um, sinusitis and COPD, things like that. And those are, those are illnesses that are presumptive for uh, the PACT Act. Um, they, there is so many different, I mean, different cancers, um, kidneys and, of your kidney, lymphoma, those are all respiratory, cancer of any type respiratory coming out of there, out of those burn pits and out of those, um, those uh, burns from the oil wells, especially in, yeah, in Gulf War in the early 90s. They're, they were blowing up each other's things all the time just to, just to, to um, 
you know, wind. So you have all of that that they're breathing in. They definitely have those presumptives. And I, I was combining things. It looks like I know the Gulf War started in 1990 and it, it continued for quite some time. But then you also right. have uh, it, in Iraq, they had. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, After there was a, 9/11. Yeah, I, there was a, a sulfur plant that burned continuously for a solid month in '03. Yep. So that's a that's another one. That is definitely. I mean, these are all areas that you know, with these screenings, you know, they can they can kind of dig it all up. Um, you know, a lot of it is the open burn pits and other airborne hazards. Um, the Gulf War-related exposures, Agent Orange, radiation, Camp Lejeune, and then there's tons of other exposures um, that, that is covered under under this PACT Act. You know, as we talk more and more about the PACT Act, it, it just it shows what our veterans went through to you know, protect the freedom we have here in America in so many ways. I mean, it was much more than gunfire that they went through day after day, year after year, in a lot of these different wars and conflicts that they went overseas to to protect our country for. Absolutely. The men and women of the United States services and all the services have gone through so much. Um, They deserve every bit of our respect and care that we can possibly give. Um, I've only seen small pieces. I I was an Army wife, um, and we were stationed in Germany during the beginning of Iraq, and I have definitely seen a lot of men and women come back very hurt, and I have lost very good friends. And to know what they have gone through, and then they have the health issue on top of that when they do get out, that's what makes my job fulfilling is getting to serve the men and women that have gotten to serve for me. If you can hold on with us just for one break, and then if you can, when you when we come back, uh, we can get the phone numbers of who to contact for the PACT Act, and then we'll, again, remind folks that this afternoon, starting at 3, you can actually sign up and learn more about the PACT Act in person. H- have you got enough time to hold on a minute? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Right now, that time, 849, you're tuned to WGNS, and our guest this morning, Stephanie Doris, Enrollment Specialist at the York VA Medical Center here in Murfreesboro. And we will take a short break. Then when we come back, we'll learn how you, or if you're a family of a veteran, maybe you can point in the right direction, your veteran, where to go to get help in regards to the PACT Act and how they can sign up for it. So stay with us for just a minute. Time right now, again, 8.50. You're tuned to WGNS Murfreesboro on this Monday morning. We're at Adam's Place talking with Walt. I'm enjoying it here. It's nice to get acquainted with a lot of people. There's a great social life at Adam's Place. They provide lots of entertainment. I like to play cards, and there's quite a crowd here that plays cards. I enjoy Adam's Place very much. Hi, this is Terry Deal at Adam's Place. 
Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. You know, there's a lot of people out there talking about testosterone. You hear about treatment centers everywhere. But do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust, one that's been doing it for years. I recommend Low T Center on Medical Center Parkway in Murfreesboro. That's where I get my levels checked. At Low T Center, they make it quick and easy. Walk in, take a simple blood test, and then with their on-site lab, you get the results in 25 minutes. If you've been feeling tired, Tired, grumpy, weight gain, or loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center is not like a typical doctor's office where you have to wait a long time to see the doctor. Low T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for men. They have affordable and convenient options, including physician monitored self inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. No need to drive to the center for weekly visits. Right now at Low T Center, it's only 25 bucks to get your testosterone level tested. So, what are you waiting for? Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. LowTCenter, reinventing men's health care. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank. 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Kim Dunaway from Sunshine Nutrition Center. You hear me on Monday mornings at 720 talking about how to lead a healthier lifestyle. We carry supplements, personal care, and grocery items at both our Murfreesboro and Smyrna locations, family owned and operated since 1989. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Again this morning, we are talking with Stephanie Doris, Enrollment Specialist at the York VA Medical Center here in Murfreesboro. And an event is coming up today starting at 3 o'clock where folks can learn more about the PACT Act and also, I believe, enroll in it as well. Is that correct, Stephanie? Yes. Okay, so today, 3 o'clock on Bell Street, and for anyone who has been around the area for a while, that is across the street from where the old Middle Tennessee Medical Center once stood, and uh, all you have to do is go there starting at 3 up until 6 tonight, and the address of that location is, uh, let's see, 503 East Bell, and you're going to be there as well this afternoon, right? Absolutely, I will be there myself. So in addition to signing up for, uh, or enrolling rather, you know, to get help in regards to the PACT Act, what else will veterans be able to do today at 3? So, um, and I I hate to out-speak, I hope I'm not um, speaking wrong, but I do believe we will have um, at least one of our screeners there um, to be able to do their screening um, as we you know, while they're there, which will be great. Um, and we will have women's health. We will have um, some VSOs that are there, veteran service officers. They can help with getting their PACT Act claim started um, after they get their screening. And I will also have in- tons of information also about PACT Act and just eligibility into um, the VA. Now, from what I have read, this PACT Act is one of the largest acts that has ever passed that will have really a broad range of, I guess, just positive help for veterans out there. I mean, it's a, it's a, it covers so many different ailments out there. 
really, it does. I mean, it, the, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I mean, it, it covers, you know, brain cancer and GI cancer and um, all different melanoma, lymphoma, neck cancer, chronic uh, rhinositis, sinusitis, um, pulmonary fibrosis. I mean, there is so many, and that's just part of it. COPD, that is just a small chunk. I mean, that's not including... I mean, there's just, the list is extremely long. And there are so many things that veterans could have been diagnosed with, and, and maybe they didn't know the root of why or, or how, but asthma, that's one that a, a large number of service members have been diagnosed with after they've gotten out of the military, and now we are seeing that that too is tied to the PACT Act. Right, chronic, uh, chronic uh, bronchitis, COPD, those are definitely um, areas also that, you know, you would never have, you know, sinusitis all the time, but now you're having it two, three times a month. And, you know, those are areas that they can go back and look at and see, you know, you got out 10 years ago and you've had sinusitis 20 times in the past 10 years. That's not an average thing you're going to see. So those are areas that they're going to look back. They're going to look back at those health records. They're going to look at all of that. And when you get a hold of VBA and your VSOs and get your um, get your your screening done, that's going to be a big help of, of getting your claim through and, and making sure that Everything is in there properly. And then looking at the different locations where veterans have been after September 11th, Afghanistan, Egypt, Jordan, Lebanon, Syria. I mean, there's just there's a lot of locations, too, where I guess the screeners will ask the veteran, have you been here? And then fill in the blank. Yes, they will. Um, They will ask, have you been here? Um, uh, have you been exposed to, uh, what have you been, you know, what have you been exposed to? To be honest, I don't remember the, there's, and it's a very short, um, screening. It's only about five questions, but it is definitely, um, it gives a, a good glimpse into what they have what they have been exposed to. Now, if a veteran cannot make it to the event today at three o'clock in Murfreesboro, how do they go about enrolling or getting or being a part of the PACT Act? So, um, so if they come at three o'clock this afternoon and they're not enrolled, um, I will be able to enroll them there. Um, I will have my laptop and we will sit down and I will get them enrolled. Um, if it does get a little bit busy, we can always take the enrollment back to uh, the office and, and enroll. Um, but I will definitely have all the paperwork for veterans to get enrolled while we are at uh, the, the um, outreach today. And then if they can't be there today, what is the phone they number can, they can call? They can call uh, 615-225-2715. Or they can come in and see us at the uh, VA in Murfreesboro. If they happen to be near Nashville, they can go to the VA in Nashville also. All right. So the number is 615-225-2715 if they can't make it. Correct. And then from there, you'll be able to walk them through or somebody will be able to walk them through the different steps of uh, enrolling in the PACT Act so that they can get 
the right care. Absolutely. Now, we can't enroll over the phone. They would need to come in and see us, but they have questions. They can feel free to call us at that number. Um, They can call the Health Eligibility Center um, that's in Atlanta. It's it's the National Health Eligibility Center, and they can enroll enroll over the phone. And that phone number is 1-877-222-8387. Sounds good. Again, with us this morning, Stephanie Doris, Enrollment Specialist at the York VA Medical Center. Stephanie, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And we'll post more information about the PACT Act on our website at WGNSRadio.com. And Stephanie, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, thanks. Thank you. Again, the time right now, 8.59. We're right up against that 9 o'clock hour. And CBS News is what comes your way next on WGNS. We'll bring you up to date on everything happening around the country and around the world. So make sure you stay with us.